Platts speak. Yes, indeed. Welcome to a very special black cast. Uh, the first ever recorded at Casa de Dure, the Dure Chateau, here in uh, beautiful, should, can we say beautiful Van Nuys, California, or now do people know too much? They know way too much. Yeah. So let's say that we're in uh, Sunnydale, Oregon, all right? So we've thrown everyone way off the trail. Uh, but uh, we've never done the show here before, and uh, I, I, I think it's, uh, it's fun, it's different. It's not Will's house. So uh, Will is actually not here. Uh, we are going to speak about Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rays of the Rise of Skywalker. The Rays of Skywalker. The Rays. Well, yeah, the R E Y of Skywalker. And if you have not seen the movie, this is going to be filled with spoilers. And there are some of you who like to listen anyway and hear all the spoilers, and then that helps you determine whether or not you want to see it. But you're a fine. crazy person. Zia loves spoilers. She'll like Why? ask and like and, and like before Endgame, I'm like, it's not you're not going to enjoy it as much. And she gave up. She was like, all right, I won't ask for anymore. But she actually likes to get spoilers. You know, I think the reason that's so confusing for me is that the thing I like most in a movie is to be tricked. So yeah, totally. So spoilers ruin that, like yeah. the possibility of that. So yeah. it's just like. Uh, so, uh, Will will join us in a, a future installment. Uh, I don't believe he's seen the movie yet because uh, he's been off in Detroit, Detroit Rock City, uh, filming a movie. So we haven't. I haven't seen him since the uh, Black Hat Christmas party. Uh, you work with him. Have you seen him in the last few weeks? No, he hasn't. Been. I'm pretty sure he's in. Oh Michigan. yeah, he's been. He's been in Michigan since like the week. I know, sometime during that week after that, he's he's been gone all that time. Uh, so, yeah, we haven't seen him in a while. We'll catch up. We'll, we'll get to know what Will's up to. So we'll talk to him about the movie. Uh, a couple things ahead of actually diving into the movie. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you know I talked about this. Uh, ahead of going to see Episode Nine, The Rays, I'm saying it on purpose this time, The Rays of Skywalker, <laughs> I uh, rewatched episodes seven and eight. Now I would have loved to have time to rewatch all of them, but you know I've got two kids. I don't. I don't have anywhere near that much time. I barely had enough time to do this. So uh, I rewatched uh, on Monday night because I saw an advanced screening on Tuesday because I'm really cool. Uh, I rewatched the Last Jedi, and I think it's important to bring into this conversation the fact that I had not watched it since I saw it in the theaters two years ago. And I kind of really didn't want to rewatch it because I remember being okay with it. But I felt like if I watched it again, the things that bothered me a little bit were going to bother me a lot. And uh, I was right. As I tweeted that, that morning, I said it wasn't as bad as I remembered. It was much worse. Uh, I criticized the clunky filmmaking pointless storylines and painful dialogue and if you're highlighting bad dialogue in a Star Wars movie this is just my personal opinion it has to be really bad because all the Star Wars movies have awful dialogue within the various iterations and directors and screenwriters Uh, I think that an interesting thing about The Last Jedi is people have praised the inventiveness and how different it was but all the main story points are from Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. It's just like, check, 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 you know? So it, it was a little bit more apparent. And then uh, just to do a little bit of trolling, I said, uh, those who defend The Last Jedi, I respectfully declare that you are the Nickelback fans of the Star Wars universe. Millions of dollars generated and millions of fans may agree with you, but to the rest of us, when it comes on, it still just sounds like Nickelback. Uh, our our own uh, Will Sterling uh, took a little bit of umbrage with that. And um, I uh, liked The Force Awakens more than I remembered, and I remembered that I liked it, and I was like, okay, this really worked. Uh, Last Jedi, it it really bothered me. Like, I was angry uh, watching it again. Uh, Now, you and I spoke two years ago, Jeff, when we saw it, uh, and uh, I, I, have you seen it since? Yeah, last I've watched yeah. it multiple times right. since. And, and I, I seem to remember you liked it enough. I don't think you ever said it was your favorite, but I no. do remember that you liked it. I still like it. Yeah. I have no problem with it because it's... Look, I agree that there's definitely parts of it I could do without, but it's like that's every Star Wars movie. Absolutely. Once again, like there's there's horrible parts of every Star Wars movie. Yeah. Like whatever your favorite Star Wars movie is, you, those of you listening, you can think right off the top of your head which yeah. part is like, oh yeah, but there is that. The part. easiest one is Attack of the Clones, not just because like it's most of the movie, but it's because it's it's the romance scenes on Naboo between. 
Hayden and uh, Natalie Portman. Natalie, they're just they're, particularly They awful. are so hard to watch, but I was begging for them watching Last Jedi again. I would have loved to uh, watch them try and Re- fall in love. You really think that that w- was better? Well, I would need to rewatch Attack of the Clones, which I'm also in no rush to do. It's really bad. I, yeah. It's but- honestly like watching... So I didn't mind him as much. Hayden Christensen? Yeah. No, I mean, in the theater when you're seeing it, especially that one, because that's the first time we had him. When we get him again in Revenge of the Sith, I think you know our minds were maybe a little bit more made up for for him. But no, seeing that movie in the theater, it was a little bit uncomfortable. That was the first Star Wars movie that I only saw in the theater once was Attack of the Clones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phantom Menace I saw I think three times, maybe four. Uh, you know, Will saw it like ten. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, yeah, no, no, that's not a great film, and it's it's very low in my rankings. It. it it has lost its spot at the bottom, but it is very low in my rankings. Uh, what saves that is some cool like fighting and, of course, uh, CGI lightsaber wielding Yoda, which some people don't like. But I just remember watching on the big screen. And I'm like, uh, yeah, this is pretty. This is pretty awesome. That's definitely the the end battle, the end fights with Dooku and first Obi Wan and uh, yeah him, and then Yoda. Like those are dope. There's definitely again uh, when they're in the arena, that's all right. Yeah. I have no problem with that fight when Mace Windu is just cutting people's fucking heads Love off. Mace Windu. Yeah. Uh, and just to interject, uh, what I did, uh, what I always remember that I liked about Last Jedi, and I still liked watching it again, uh, I felt like Kylo Ren was very difficult to watch in The Force Awakens. I think that they did a tremendous job with his character development for The Last Jedi. The sort of shared consciousness with he and Rey, that scene in the throne room, where they take out Snoke, all of that mm. was still great. So I do really like that storyline and those sequences. Uh, m- my problems are essentially every other part of the movie. I felt like Poe Dameron was completely out of character, basically trying to have a, a coup. Uh, the, the unexplained Princess Leia flies through space and nobody says anything about it. You know, There's just little things that piled up. And then also taking the brave stance that slavery is bad. Yeah. Uh, we knew. Just yeah. think, yeah. You know, well, that's also something that. Have you ever watched the Clone Wars series? I haven't seen the whole thing, but yeah, I've watched. Uh, I probably saw the first two series in full, and then it was like when it was on Cartoon Network, I would catch it sometimes. Yeah. Well, one of the central. Well, I don't know if it's a central theme, but one of the things that comes up multiple times is how pissed off Anakin gets when he sees slavers. Like, sure, he can't control. That's when you start to see little bits of the dark side come right. up in him because he's just like slavery yeah so it's like it's not even new ground to tread uh <laughs> and i agree point. look that whole camino or whatever the oh, casino planet the casino planet well, and, and the problem with the casino planet is that it's literally taken out of the tv movie for battlestar galactica the 1978 one not the one that people love from sci-fi channel like the bad hokey one they go to the a casino I planet i have actually watched right which was uh, amazingly tons of fun when i was a kid i oh, loved yeah. battlestar i loved Bla- uh, the cylons or whatever yeah, yeah. oh I, I still like those robot cylons yeah anyway but they have like the that episode they go to a casino planet it's a whole thing so i remember in last Jedi, i'm like okay so we're not just taking from star wars movies now we're taking from tv shows based on star wars yes (laughs) but anyway i've uh i've filibustered a lot so uh you you like the movie have seen it many times and you continue to like it i again it's not my favorite but it's like it's got enough moments in it for me it's like and i kind of felt i was thinking about this when i was watching the current one movie so this it ties in is like when I go to see a Star Wars movie, it's like the same thing as when I went to see fucking Jurassic World. Like, yeah. I'm going to see specific things. As long as you deliver on those things. And by the way, as long as you deliver on most of those things, you don't even have to give me yeah. all of the things. But it's like there's a few things that I need to see. Like, if they made a Star Wars movie where there was no lightsaber fight, I mean, I guess technically, I guess Rogue One. But I'm talking about, like, you know. those Solo? Are- yeah, and I think both of those don't have a lightsaber fight. But I'm talking about, like, you know, like, saga trilogy. Mm. Like, if you're like, yeah, no lightsabers in this one, sorry. I'd be like, wait, what? But yeah. for those other ones, I think it didn't make sense because you didn't have any Jedi. Yeah. So that's fine. But anyway, if you have Jedi and they're like, yeah, we're the sort of Jedi that don't well, do lightsaber actually, fights. Actually, there is a lightsaber in Rogue One. There is? Darth Vader's. Oh, of course. Yeah, which is amazing. That's... And people get pissed off about Darth Vader doing that. It's like, come on. He's Darth Vader. We all... The reality is, as as I've perceived it, 
from all the comics and anything else I've seen of Vader. The Vader we saw in Rogue One is the real Vader. The Vader yeah. we saw in the original trilogy is just the best they could do. Yeah, it's right. The best it, it, David Prowse could do. Absolutely, and you know there there was no CGI. There was anything like that. He could like choke the guy in like the boardroom with using his fingers, and, and that was about it. But yeah, I mean, Vader is that guy. I mean, before when he was still Anakin, he killed a whole temple full of children. Mm-hmm. You know, so he wasn't even Darth Vader yet. You know, so yeah, he's a bad guy. Well, which it's is also fun. every time you see Darth Vader in anything uh, like anything that they've made that's like pre when luke came about he's a fucking badass yeah he jumps around like that and smashes shit yeah like vader wouldn't have destroyed every jedi if he could really only move as slow as he does in a new hope (laughs) like come on yeah that's a great point no no i think that's a good point and uh by the way uh the way that uh i look at uh films especially star wars films uh, everyone's entitled to their own personal ranking. If you uh, if you saw the Last Jedi and you liked it and you watched it more and you like it even more every time, that's great. That's what works for you. Um, in this week where I have uh, publicly pronounced how much I dislike the Last Jedi, Last Jedi uh, fans, uh, as I've called them, Ryan Johnson apologists, have uh, told me point blank. This includes Will. This was on Twitter. You're wrong. And I'm like, no, I'm I'm wrong for you. The you and I disagree. Uh, I I might be right for the universe. No, no, but I, I'm just for me. That's just how I feel. And I don't feel like when you give an opinion, you need to say for me. I'm saying it, and I feel like it's a it's a bad movie. But the fact that you like it is good. Look, would I love to love that movie? Absolutely. I I don't want to like one day when I'm showing Felix all these movies, I got to be like, I got to be quiet about this one. I can't let him know how much I don't like it. I want to see if he likes it. You know, I I, w- I would love to love them all. You know, uh, but uh, it, it just wasn't in the cards for me. Yeah, uh, I I don't love them all. I enjoyed them. I honestly, I think I in, came out of Last Jedi happier than I am now. Sure, there's there are plenty of people who feel that way. And it's not because I disliked this one at all. Yeah. It's just like this one really. And hey, maybe it's because I watched it watched it at five o'clock in the fucking you, morning. You did get yeah. I was going to mention that. Is that when you went? Did it start five thirty? Five thirty. So it yeah, started yeah. at like six, which was a pain in the ass because I was like, I had to go straight from there to work. Oh boy, <laughs> but it was yeah. fine. I made it. Perfect timing. Well, I'm glad that 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 worked. But yeah, starting the movie at six a.m. is the you know here's the thing too. I was up. I could I could have met you there, except I was up because the kids were awake. But you know. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, but look, and, and it's fine. Uh, it's all subjective, and anybody who hates this this new movie and loves the last one or the reverse, we welcome all that feedback at Blackcast B L A D T C A S T. You can write to us directly because we have the opinions. Um, it is funny that you mentioned Jurassic World because I am going to tell Will. For me, the Last Jedi is my Jurassic World. To him, it's just like, oh, you did you took this thing that I really like, and. I think I was blindsided sitting in the theater because I was like, well, it's a Star Wars movie. But even when it was over, I turned to my wife and I was like, I didn't love that. And she's like, yeah, I didn't love that either. I'm like, it was a Star Wars movie. How did I not love it? So it's just you take this thing that I love and you made me not love it. But I don't, you know, look, even it being the last one, do I find it unwatchable from beginning to end? No. But just like Attack of the Clones, there's stuff where you're like, here's the thing, though. Watching this movie makes that movie worse. So yes. having seen Rise of Skywalker now makes me dislike like Last Jedi less. Right. Because it makes – I literally had a moment where I was watching Rise of Skywalker where I went, okay, so this is the second movie. Like you could have just skipped Last Jedi yeah. most, most of it. And it's almost like what you need to do is before Rise of Skywalker, you need to have previously on Star Wars. And just okay. a couple of key points from Last Jedi. And you're like, yeah. Um, you know, you, there's, there's Which, ca- like, you, so you much of it's undone, right? Like, we don't, but we don't ever need to meet Laura Dern. We don't need to meet her character. Yeah, you know, uh, and uh, I, I feel bad for the actress who plays know Rose. When to hold <laughs> I feel really bad for the actress who plays Rose because she got wrapped up in. Even people who like the movie don't love that storyline that she got wrapped up in in the She's Casino just Planet. A boring character. She's it's not, not a great fault. character. It's not her fault, you know. And, and I'm sure that look, actress is lovely. Her character, yeah. In and Star people Wars were really mean and chased her off of uh, social media. They did the same to Daisy Ridley, you know. So I mean, the people chase. You know, it's Star Wars. It's people. You know, that's the thing. I think one thing I said about this 
most recent one is all these people who hate it. I'm just like, I can only imagine that you hate it because you wanted it to be something different. Yeah. And that's a shitty way reason to dislike a movie because it's like at the end of the day, if you wanted the story to be a different story, then write that script and make that movie. No right. one's stopping you. Well, I'd love to see your movie. Right. But this is the movie that's made. So don't like be pissed that a different movie was made. Right. If the things that happened in this movie or the way it was shot or whatever doesn't work for you, fine. I get that. But just being like, well, it would have been a lot cooler if... It's like, yeah. well, then... Yeah, well, then you're going to have to build your own universe. That said, I'm totally a person who does that, where I'm like, it would have been cooler if yeah. they do this. Well, but no, but it's that's like, just but, the conversation. But, you know, look, and I, I'm uh, very down on Last Jedi in this installment, but I also thought that those people who started a petition to have it remade and have George Lucas directed, I'm like, well, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. The movie's out. Yeah. That's what the movie was. And... Uh, I, I I wish different choices had been made, but you know that's the movie. You know you weren't you're not gonna you're, you you can undo it in some of the ways that they do in this. And I think some people who were particularly big fans of the Last Jedi were very upset. You know, and, and one of the things I saw on Twitter was like, yeah, it was basically like they asked John Boyega to just take a shit on a headshot of Ryan Johnson. I'm like, all right, that's a really funny visual, but that's actually not what it was. <laughs> it's still, it's super funny to say that, which uh, I, I certainly always appreciate, you know, that that sort of, uh, that sort of allegory. But uh, look, there's, there's some key things that, that were undone, but I don't think it was like, well, that movie never happened. It was just like, you know, little points that you can make is uh, Kylo Ren tells Ray that her parents were nobody. That's, that's not not true. That is definitely his parents. Her parents are nobody. Her grandfather is somebody super important, mm -hmm. but her parents really aren't anybody, you know? And it's by choice. Yeah. It was like, and then she makes that point is like, they chose to be what you consider nobody because that was like yeah. a more powerful stance to take and than being somebody. To me, that's a very respectful way to uh, acknowledge what came before. You can yeah. very easily be like, uh, Kylo Ren didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah. Kylo Ren was lying, you know. And by the way, maybe he didn't know what he's talking about. But you know, it, just to say it that way, like, okay, that's cool. I, that's fine. To me, I think it's cool that she's the Emperor's granddaughter. Yeah, I think that that's a cool reveal. I think, you know, we were always sort of, especially when we first saw Episode Seven, we're like, okay, so how is she part of the Skywalker family? There was a theory that Obi Wan had kids. Her being a Palpatine was one of the biggest theories out there. Like, mm -hmm. I remember seeing a million yeah. things. I was like, but it wasn't Palpatine. it wasn't the one that I I was gravitating towards. Just I think I, I remember kind of latching onto it a little bit because I, I I knew she couldn't be a Skywalker because it just didn't make sense. Anywhere. No, no, no. I mean, she yeah. It's like I, you know before we saw Luke. So you got to think about watching just that movie before we see Luke in the Last Jedi. There's a chance that like oh yeah yeah this is Luke's daughter. We didn't know at that That's time. That's true. There's there's a very knowing acknowledgement of her by both Han and Leia in mm. The Force Awakens just rewatching it and that's why I'm like yeah what, what is her deal so yeah obviously that that theory makes sense but it's it's a cool reveal even though it wasn't like shocking shocking you know what I mean it, it if that if they'd stuck that reveal somewhere in the first movie before we'd really had time to formulate it, I think people would have been floored by it but I, I think it I think it's an interesting reveal and it makes her a much more interesting character because it's like yeah you know you're not um you're not really a Jedi you know the the verse of that yeah you have a lot of like really bad mojo well and that's exactly why not to be one of those but it's like to the point you just made and i hadn't even thought about it like that could have even made this entire series better like if in the first force awakens we find out early on ray your your parents weren't really anybody but they were except for the he the your father was the son of emperor palpatine yeah. so you the reason that you're so force sensitive and so powerful and can tap into all these things so easily and are so, and that's another thing is like, you look back and it's like, Oh, that's why the dark side was just like right there on the edge of things. Yeah. And she wasn't scared of it at all. It wasn't seducing her. It was just right there. Yeah. I mean, and in last Jedi, Luke senses a, a, a darkness about her that is similar to what he saw in Ben, you mm -hmm. know, and he, he knows to be afraid of it. So yeah, it's all, it, it's all groundwork that's laid very well. I think the interesting thing would have been this revelation and 
then Ben is the one who needs to turn and stop her. You know, if they had gone that far where they made her actually evil instead, you know what I mean? It's like, oh yeah, she's got all this Sith energy. You're just sort of a Sith wannabe, buddy, you know? So you got to go stop this broad. Yeah, again, I'm not, I don't know that that makes a better story, but these are like, it's I an interesting it approach. I would have, I would have enjoyed, or no, I don't, I think it would have been a really, potentially really interesting arc where it's, because it's, you could have that, but you could also just have, through the ne- the movies, she's trying to learn her powers and have power while not being seduced by greater power, which is the dark side. Right, right? of course. And like, I know that that's always kind of a thing, but having that be like such a pull to the point where it's like she gets to the point where maybe she, like Luke, doesn't use the force anymore because she's just afraid to even yeah. tap into it because the dark side's there even when she doesn't mean to a la like in this one when she force lightnings the uh that shuttle shit. yeah that was you could have had some that was a great and again these are things that i think if this is why i thought oh if this it had just been the second movie yeah i think it could have been so much more satisfying where it's like i know that it leaves less places to go for a finale but it's just like this felt more like the continuation of the first of Force, of Force Awakens. Of Force Awakens. Yeah. It's the, the plot points and the ideas and the feelings that we had after Force Awakens. And that's why I think, again, Last Jedi was a little bit of a disappointment in a different way for me, where it was like, I had a lot of fun watching all those like fan theory videos from oh, after yeah, the Force sure. Awakens. It was actually interesting because it was like, oh, okay, we got these nuggets of information. What's going on? And it was like, and then they just took the second movie. The point was to subvert expectations and whatever, whatever. But it just like, it felt like instead of subverting expectations by creating new ones, it was just like, shit on your expectations. Don't have expectations. (laughs) I was like, okay. Yeah. And And it just made it less fun. It made going into this one less fun. I I didn't look up anything or care. Right. I was just like, whatever. Let's see what you got. And I also felt like, and this is just an assessment um, it just felt this felt less final, even though it was really final. It yeah. just felt less definitive overall because it felt like there were so many things that I thought we were going to go into that we glossed over. And it feels like those are all very intentional decisions because it's no longer about making films that are are peer into peek into the universe. It's about making films that create interest for the ne- other properties they're going to create. Yeah, so that's it's a good like. Point. A specific one that I'm thinking of is the Knights of Ren. This whole time where we spend, you know, multiple movies thinking like, these Knights of Ren, they better yeah. be fucking interesting. And after Last Jedi, I'm like, oh, did they all get killed? Was that them in red without <laughs> right. getting named? Right. And it's like, no, they'll die even less ceremoniously in the next <laughs> in film. In the next one, yeah. Where Kylo Ren just fucking smirks them all and you don't even yeah. get to watch him really do it. It's just like kind of quick cuts. And it's like, yeah, they were that weak compared to him. Like, well, Okay. Yeah, when I was watching the film, speaking of Kylo Ren, and I, I, I didn't end up tweeting at anything other than the fact that I liked it because even I felt like minor spoilers, I didn't want to bother anybody, you know. But there's a scene where very early in the movie where he's having his helmet put back together. And to me, that's J.J. Abrams having to put this trilogy back together after <laughs> it went awry with The Last Jedi. And some of the fundamental messages of The Last Jedi were you ray you're you're no one your parents were no one yeah but she's not no one and then also people love this idea of like anyone can be anything and uh, you know there's the 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 kid who's cleaning up the stable and i and the broom moves with the force and that was a, uh, that always bothered me uh, you know, and it was just supposed to be all this thing like anyone can be anything. And it's like, yeah, but that's not the, that's not the way it is. You know, you tell a kid anybody can grow up to be president. No, you can't. You know, Jeff or I aren't going to be president. You know, <sighs> not not anymore. No, <laughs> no, not after well, the podcast. Actually, if Trump can get president, oh, become president. Like, fair point. Fair point. Like, and I'm not even saying this as like a, an attack on Trump. For no, no, anybody. it's just like I legitimately feel like. This is my personal feelings. He has legitimized the idea that you can pretty much do anything, whatever you want. You can be any kind of piece of shit. <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not saying that about him politically. I'm talking about just, him running through women. Him like being a 
horrible misogynist, him being him being a liberal who called Republicans moron retards. Yeah. And that if he ran for president, he'd run Republican because he knows they're so stupid they'd vote for him. And then he really ran on the Republican ticket and people really voted for him. And it was just like, if for no other reason than like the fact that he levied that insult against you, like why? Yeah, I, I just wouldn't do it on the, that principle alone. Right. I mean, it's it's the idea that things that at one time would have made you uh, unelectable uh, certainly weren't a problem. And look, you can point to Obama as well, because now you, you can't say like, oh, you have to be a white guy to be president. Well, now you don't have to say that. You know, yeah. so there are there are exceptions in still really just the last woman, decade. Though. You still can't be a woman. No, no. Because I mean, let's be honest. You know, yeah, uh, any guy can be anything. He yeah, wants. Any guy, uh, any can woman be can marry him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any woman could be first lady if you yeah. just marry you the right guy. You can be anything you want as long as you want to be married to somebody's <laughs> success. Uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah, I think that, uh, you know, there's it's a, somebody that I, I know tangentially just through hosting and things. Someone who found this movie offensive because of this idea that Ray ended up being Palpatine's granddaughter because he found it as in like, well, I'm nobody. Why don't, you know, why do we all have to be somebody to be anything? And then he transposed it. You talking about this, what made me think of it. He transposed it in how it's a validation of Trump. And I'm just like, okay, you're just seeing things you want to see there because that that's not what it is at all. And it's like, also it's like, it's not really offensive. You just didn't like it. You know, it, it's people are throwing around very strong verbiage about uh, about Star Wars of all things. I my one question to that would be like, so okay, by that thought process, mm -hmm. I guess I don't know. I guess Anakin was like some kind of virgin birth, right? So that yeah, that's which not never nothing. fully explained, by the way. Yeah, yeah, is never fully explained. Um, which is not nothing, but it's like it's not normal and it's it's something kind of thing yeah i mean basically I born out say, of the force or whatever it well is. he yeah. was basically a fucking slave yeah again right coming back around slavery bad. so if you're saying that oh you're not saying anyone can be anything it's like okay who were the skywalkers before this it's not like the skywalkers were royalty yeah beforehand and as far as i mean i guess i don't know anything about palpatine's lineage but i don't think he came from royalty or any other he was kind a senator. of senator he I was mean, a senator he was a but senator, i don't but from what i so two things one uh, or a couple things one uh, thing that i had thought of before was uh, a point i made earlier when i was talking to natasha was it it was interesting to me that the ray being a palpatine is so easily plausible because they in like the entire history of Star Wars have avoided giving almost any information about Palpatine out. Agreed. They only yeah. just recently gave out his first name in the last like five years. Yeah, it's a, I forget what it is. Some but. schmoo or some <laughs> stupid name. It's literally, which, it's, which by the way, just sounds like his bar mitzvah name. Yeah, you know, it's really it's something schmooly. Schmooly uh, <laughs> Palpatine. Schmooly <laughs> Palpatine. Yeah, and yeah, and I, I don't know. And look, it's like you, you just have, you don't have to look any further than other characters in the film. Finn was stolen from his parents and raised as a stormtrooper, and he's. He's a like an intergalactic. He's now a general of the resistance. Yeah. He he's an intergalactic general and a hero who rose to that. And it's worth pointing out that he is black because of the fact that people. One of the complaints people were saying about the movie was that people of color were shelved, which is when you take someone and you know you just uh, you basically I don't know neuter them or you know you make them inactive, and they did it to Rose. And I said this to Heather during the movie. I'm like, oh, they just Jar Jared her, and that term is already catching on because it's what happened to Jar Jar in episodes two and three. You barely saw him after because he was such a huge part of episode one, and like, oh, people don't like this. Mm. So then you know. There's no reason for her to have stayed behind other than the fact that people didn't like her. Because it's like, yeah, oh, you're my friend, says Finn. Like, come with us. And she's like, no, 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 you guys, you guys go ahead. You guys have fun. I don't want to go on any adventures. <laughs> Why would I go on an adventure? And he gives her a fist bump, which is like, oh, dude, remember? Remember when you guys kissed? Yeah, remember that? Apparently. Can I, uh, one thing I thought was funny for me is... I had seen something that was like Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker, give first same-sex kiss, which mm -hmm. is just the two ladies like, at the very in, end. At the very end in and the background, 
and it's whatever. It's, it's t- like half a second, maybe. Which is, it's one of those ones where I'm like, uh, not because I don't want you to show more of it, but I'm like, perfect. Don't make a big deal about it yeah. because it's not a big deal. Like it should just be a normal thing, right? The studio uh, didn't make a big deal about it. J.J. Abrams didn't make a big deal about it. Uh, it, it's funny. It's the same person who I know tangentially who wrote about people of color being shelved, uh, wrote boo to that moment because it was so short. And I'm like, you got something in there. And it's like in, I think it was Star Trek Beyond. They had sort of a moment with Sulu that you realize that, that he had a husband. They didn't really dwell on that. It was more about the daughter. And it's like, Look, do you want to have no depiction of of, of any uh, LGBTQ characters, or do you want to have a moment here or there uh, initially, and then you build up to it? You know, uh, so I, I don't know. I mean, they didn't make a big deal about it. The only people who made a big deal about it, I guess, are ones who felt like it wasn't enough. And I, all I will ask is, is it not enough compared to zero? Would you rather have none? Because if you want that. Plenty of movies do that where you have none of it, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not even any black people in A New Hope, you know. I mean, there's literally That's zero. Why there's A New Hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jeff Duray. Actually, no, that comment came from Duray Jeff. Yeah. That was Duray Jeff who said that. I got a black dog. <laughs> I can't be racist. <laughs> I wish that was the title of this episode. <laughs> It'll throw people off. Uh, so, you know, and, and, and I'm just like, what are you going to a Star Wars movie for where you need... Uh, uh, you know, you need LGBTQ representation, and, and it, it didn't bother me at all. And I'm like, oh, okay, like I, I was aware of it. It was, it, it was just like, okay, that's a, that's a choice. And yeah, you would assume that somebody in the rebellion is probably uh, yeah. going to be in it a same-sex relationship. It made perfect sense that Daisy or Bassy, whatever her but name, that was, character, yeah, was uh, LGBTQ because she kind of looks like. Someone I would assume is LGBT. That's yeah, not that's an, Durage, I'm just saying that's, that's not Jeff. an insult. It's not me. It's that's not, me. not an insult. That's just the way. Like yeah. if you're a guy and you're like dressed more effeminate and you're Fair. speaking in a certain tone, I'm gonna assume that you're homosexual. Not because it's a judgment I'm passing on you, but because I'm a stereotyper like yeah. everyone else, and I just make assumptions. Even though he's not here, I'll just throw in front. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Just, no. How dare you think uh, in a normal cognitive way, <laughs> you son of a uh, bitch. I'll be interested to hear his thoughts uh, on all of this. And uh, <laughs> I just wonder, when we do sit down with Will, like uh, if we'll ever even get past talking about Last Jedi. I don't know if we'll be able... Because I'll be happy to move on from it. But I don't know if, if he'll let it go. But because mm. uh, you called him a Nickelback fan. I, yeah, well, I did that on purpose. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> so he wrote back something like, cool, 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 uh, you're wrong. And he was one of those that said I was wrong. And uh, I all I wrote back was like, sorry, bro, I can't hear you over your fandom. And I posted a, a link to the video for a photograph by Nickelback. Mm-hmm. And then that ended the conversation. <laughs> so uh, in any case, uh, so, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know about, you know, any of those things. And I, I feel like you had characters of color if that's important to you and look look i grew up a white kid so obviously i'm like oh my god luke skywalker han solo i those are people that i can look up to and relate to so i can understand that being an issue for some people you do have these characters i mean in all three of these movies finn is a is a huge character uh we did get the return of lando we had new characters you know so I don't know. I feel like there was a decent amount of, of representation. This wasn't just like another like white people Star Wars movie. But, yeah. you know, it, but again, I don't have the frame of reference that they do. So maybe they're disappointed in that. Does that make you incapable of enjoying a story in a space opera? You know, a space Western, really? Look, I get it from the perspective of something I've said a bunch of times today because I was talking a bunch of movies at work was is that... I don't see myself in it. And so I understand why representation is important. Like if you can't see yourself in any of the characters, then, you know, because you're a person of color and there's no people of color in this film, then I get why you'd be like, well, I just don't get it. I don't connect with it. Like it should be a good movie. I I appreciate all the other stuff, but I just feel like it could never, I couldn't be a part of this. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. I, I understand that. Um, as far as the same sex kiss, uh, same sex kiss, LGBT, whatever, uh, I appreciated that it was just don't make a big deal about it because I think all those things should just be treated like normal. It's just it's the same way you should treat a disabled person. 
normal. You shouldn't be like, oh, wheelchair, wheelchair. Look at that wheelchair. <laughs> you just go, you're special. Do you need me to hold the door for you? No, they just want to be treated and talked to like every other person, I'm sure. Yeah, right, exactly. So that's it, like the whole point is is not to like ignore that they have a wheelchair and be like, I'm not going to hold the door for you cuz you're a normal person. But right. but yeah, you exactly. just just don't be like Oh, you can't do that because you're a wheel man. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm a wheel man, but that's just because I drive the getaway car at the bank robbery. For sure. I'm a different kind of wheel man. The reason I brought up the kiss is because I spent the whole movie being like, are Finn and Poe going to kiss? Is that the kiss in this movie? Like, because they were getting so they were pro bro, buddy, They were buddy, bro down. The whole I agree. movie, I was like, are they going to Is that going to be what it is? Is that what it is? It's like, Huh. Well, that would have been a pair that I didn't uh, foresee. And, uh, I did not <laughs> have that force see. I didn't foresee. I didn't bring the bum. Uh, I did not force see that. But uh, yeah, and I don't know. I mean, I feel like these are the sorts of things that are ancillary. They they can heighten or look for some people who are uncomfortable with a moment like that. Uh, okay, so you didn't like it, but it, it is like what not even a full second so did you throw out the other whatever it is two hours and two and a half hours or whatever it is because of the fact that that moment happened you know and you know for some people uh you know look some people don't like force awakens because the main character is ray because it's a it's a woman and i was like that's stupid i'm just like she's an interesting character more so because of this movie than plus there's two guy characters to make up for the woman yeah and they might even make up (laughs) and they might even make out (laughs) yeah i mean right exactly so that you know it's uh i I don't know i think that uh they managed to to tell stories with uh interesting characters i think Poe Dameron was back to normal in this one, not mm. the uh, abnormal uh, performance just, from Last Jedi. The whole thing, but it, my whole thing was he was annoying, but I also got where he was coming came from, and I was annoyed with Holdo because I was just like, "Where's the explanation for why you wouldn't explain what you were doing?" Right. Like, at, are you going to say because you think you have a traitor in your midst? Or like, what, yeah. what possible explanation could you guys could you have for not explaining what your plan was? Right, exactly. Like, it doesn't... Because if you just explained it, everybody would be working with you to help you achieve this goal. Yeah. Versus being like, what the fuck are we going to do? We're out of hope. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of traitors, what did you uh, think of the reveal that... uh, Was he a general? Hux. What what was his rank? Hux. Yeah, General Hux. He's general. Uh, That he He was the the spy. For a second, I thought Pride was the spy. Because, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he was kind of new. Yeah, which which but I think that's why sense. that was there. I think yeah. that was to throw us off to make us think that it did make perfect sense. Because I like the reason he gave too. It's like I don't want you to win. Yeah, fuck I just Ren. I just fuck Kylo Ren, you know. Mm-hmm. And then like, well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like when you give him that motivation, yes, I buy it. You know, not that he's like I secretly want the rebellion to win. No, because that's that's not they who spent he is. Two movies beating him down like. Uh, uh, I wish I wish I was enough of a Star Wars nerd to know what the name of that. Well, he gets beaten beat. down like he gets beaten down like Private Pile in the first half of uh, Full Metal Jacket. Fair enough. You know? I was going with that like weird beaked creature from Jabba's palace, the one that we saw. Oh, Salacious Crumb. Salacious Crumb. Yeah, yeah. which uh, I used to think that crumbs. I used to think that that was a womp rat, but uh, I, it was pointed out that it's a it's a. A monkey, uh, I forget what it's a, a monkey rat or something. It, no, I know it's it's got. Whoa. A, yeah, believe me, I I I tried to correct Zia and she, uh, I was like, well, that's a that's a womp rat, and she's like, ah, uh, no, motherfucker. Remind me to tell you my horrible joke. I can I will not oh, have recorded. Well, I kind of think I know where it's going, but yeah, that's probably right. yeah. So you're talking about Salacious Crumb. Salacious Crumb. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, so he definitely got beaten down. I thought it was kind of an interesting thing. Uh, yeah, he's a monkey lizard is what monkey he is. Monkey lizard. Monkey lizard. Yeah. Got it. So he's, he's so monkey he's Jim Alex Morrison. Ah, ah, the lizard people. The rise of Skywalkers, the rise of the globalist, nationalist lizard people. Did you see all the pyramids? <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I... I don't know. I don't know what people are looking for. Here's the thing. I, I typically, when it's this sort of a movie, and I sit down and I I like it, and people don't, or, or some people don't. Uh, I'm like, well, I don't know what else they're looking for. I guess what people are looking for is another Last Jedi, and then I I would not have enjoyed that. No. I would not have enjoyed another one of those. And here's here's the thing too is people are so quick people were excited that it was getting bad reviews people who had not seen it people who would you know 
found summaries online and be like, this sounds so stupid. No wonder the tomato meter is at 45, which I don't know how many times I can say how stupid it is that anyone makes any decisions based on something with as dumb a name as a tomato meter, Mm -hmm. unless I get hired by Rotten Tomatoes, in which case I think it's amazing. Mm -hmm. But Last Jedi has a critic response, a critic favorable rating of 91%, and a fan rating of about, I think, 54 uh, I thought it was in the 40s. It might even be in the 40s. And I feel like this movie, it would probably be the reverse. Possibly. Critics are going to hate it. I think that there are going to be a lot of fans who do like it because it, it is very servicey in in the fan service uh, arena, you know, that sort of a thing. There's a lot of fan service in the movie. And uh, I, I'm there as a fan that is looking to be serviced. And yes, if I had the bell, I would ding it. But... Uh, you know, look. Some of the funny takes about it would be things like, it was it was basically like they made the decision like, well, Last Jedi is bad, so let's undo that. But what are people saying on Reddit? Let's just give them all those things, even if they don't make sense in the context of a story. So, I mean, there are funny uh, interpretations and uh, reactions to it across the board, but at the at the same time. I think that, uh, you know, it's, I don't know, I don't know what most Star Wars fans are are looking for. Like, why would you hate this? You can be like, oh, I'm disappointed that this or that happened. I didn't like this or that. But there, you know, there's people who post things like everyone applauded at the end, not because they enjoyed it, but because it wasn't going to be able to hurt us anymore. So that's a funny line, but I'm just like, all right, I mean, okay. was it that was it that unbearable to watch? Again, I'm more at the point where I'm like, you could have just taken some beats from Last Jedi, cut this movie, and not half, but like cut parts of this movie. Yeah, you could cut it together. That you sure. could have cut them together and then expand on some of the stuff that you gloss over specifically. Like you could have done, I would have been, I would have watched so much of Kylo Ren looking for that fucking, uh, Oh, not the holocron, but the guidance so way, wayfinder. Yeah, yeah. Wayfinder yeah. at the beginning. I would have watched a shitload more of that. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, I would have cool. watched an eight part Disney plus series on that. Probably. I, you know, like, honestly, I probably would. I, I would watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'd love it, but yeah. I'd probably a half hour it. maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. There, there, yeah. It's almost like you could do like a Godfather epic, you know, where you cut together things well, from those just movies, a bunch of different things. Like I would have loved to have seen more of that. I would have loved to have actually gotten to meet and know any of the Knights of Ren. I would have loved, like, I would have liked that for so sure. many, but I'm saying like, those are all things that if you had just taken some of the beginning of this movie and combined it with that other movie, like parts of that other movie and just made that two and then expanded on stuff for three. I would, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, re- it really is like this movie is making it like the reason that this movie doesn't sit as well with me is because it fucks with what came before it. Sure. And not, not like I'm mad at that. It's just like, again, I keep, it just makes the trilogy less satisfying overall. Yeah, I would say that the trilogy, this trilogy, the 7, 8, and 9 trilogy is less satisfying because J.J. Abrams didn't do episode 8. And I say that more because the consistency of having the same director. Now, he wasn't supposed to do this. It was going to mm-hmm. be Colin Trevorrow. And I think that would have been worse. And it's not even a comment on his ability. It's just because then you would have had three separate films, three separate filmmakers, and also Colin Trevorrow coming in trying to tie it all together. I think at least going back to J.J. Abrams, it's like, well, this is the guy who did episode seven. So let's just go from there. And I I don't know. I I think I, I understand that as a complaint. And at, at some point, I'll be. Well, I very much want to see this one again because now the second time, I can start to like. All right. Well, where am I going to see the the seams in Kylo Ren's helmet? To, uh, uh, you know, by way of comparison. So where are the parts of the movie where it starts to fall apart? For some people, I just for me it was fun for really the whole time. There was a lot of you know. It's like you can you can fault. I guess the the resolution of the Princess Leia storyline, except for the fact that you know she died and they didn't have her, and you know they had to kind of do something that's not what they planned. So I was willing to let that slide. You know, it, it didn't really look like her, it didn't really sound like her. It was all in the shadows. You know what I mean? And so, but 
that's out of necessity. So I, I can't fault them. There's not even really a choice. You're just like, this is what we got to do. So that didn't bother me. Uh, one of the things that I know bother people is the fact that the emperor is still alive. And I could have used a little bit more of an explanation, but he references it as like, yeah, there's, there's stuff about the dark side that people don't know. And then also... You know, Will usually gives the explanation. It's like, yeah, but that doesn't make sense. And he's like, yeah, well, because comic books. Well, this is because the Force or because Star Wars. It's like, look, it's it's this magical energy flowing through the universe. And also, didn't it look like there were tanks of, like, clone bodies there in that temple that he was in? Well, first, we saw clones of Snoke. Yeah. There were two clones of Snoke in a... Right. So, of, not clones of Snoke, clones of whatever Snoke was whatever a clone Snoke of. Whatever Snoke was a clone of, yeah. Uh, so, it, it, you know, and in what is now expanded universe, but there was the the novel series Heir to the Empire and... Uh, no, Heir to the Empire, I think, was the comic book series. I, don't, I, I get them confused. Anyway, there was a comic book series uh, that was set, I think, six years after Return of the Jedi and it's now expanded universe because it was retconned away from Force Awakens. But the Emperor shows up because he had a, a, you know, a ton of clone bodies around. It, it, it's like... It's a it's a universe where cloning capability. Exists. We saw an army of them. Yeah, we, yeah, exactly. They're they're in the title of one of the films, and it's there's not a even, TV series with clone in it. But it's like, look, when there's an army of clones, people aren't like, you can clone now. Like yeah. cloning is a fucking. Well, it's it's even referenced like in one of these movies. I don't know if it was this one. It was like. Uh, you know your your uh, troops don't seem. I think it's Force Awakens. Your troops don't really seem to be getting it done. Should we get Should we get a clone army? Like no no no. My this is Hawks. Like had to explain. It. I think it's definitely Force Awakens. He's like no no no. We'll, we'll get it done. Don't worry. We just weren't able to do it this time. So uh, I think it's cool that the Emperor's back, and I'm so happy for that actor Ian McDermott because he signed on for I don't know four scenes in Return of the Jedi, and I think he thought that that was the end of the gig. And then Lucas goes back and he's like, oh, I'm going to use you and reshoot the little bit with the Emperor and uh, Empire Strikes Back. And then psst, I'm doing these prequels and you get to be you without all the makeup, which I always thought was great. I, that was probably my favorite thing about the prequels mm. is Senator Palpatine, when he downplays everything, is like, oh, I'm so pleasantly surprised. I had no idea that people would vote for me. But I guess that, you know, just all of that. I'm just like, all right, that's great. So, mm-hmm. so I'm happy for him that he got to be in another Star Wars movie. You know, the the gift that keeps on giving. And uh, look, the uh, the role of Emperor is not one where you you read the script pages and then the director says, um, "Yeah, can you uh, dial it back a little bit?" No, it's always bigger. You need to be bigger and bigger to be the Emperor. Ah, ah. Yeah. Yeah, this is the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the mediocre. The mediocre. <laughs> the mediocre. I got you on this time. <laughs> so, uh, I, well, did that bother you at all that the Emperor was still alive? No, and again, there's just some some things about Star Wars I'm just like, I, I don't know if it's fair because it's it's all the stuff that's not the movies. But again, if you've seen any of the comics or if you've seen any of like any Star Wars stuff, like the Emperor has so much shit going on behind the scenes. Like in the Vader comics, he's trying to make new Vaders. He's trying to do this. Yeah. He's trying to like create new apprentices. He's constantly doing shit. He's like it's never ending. He's got this other secret base and this other secret place. He was the emperor of the galaxy. Yeah. You know, and the idea that he would know where a Sith world that nobody else can get to is makes perfect sense because they've got other worlds like that throughout the Star Wars universe. Yeah, of course. In um, Rebels, there's a the Zeb, Garazeb, or whatever. Yeah, but, he has a planet. Like, his entire race is on a planet and, that no one and, can get to. And episode eight, Luke hides out on the Jedi world that's basically the same thing as this. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's exactly. the reverse of this. It's, it's yeah. the yang to the yin. Which makes, again, makes sense that Luke would go there and the Emperor yeah. would go there. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yoda hides out on Dagobah. You know, it, it, it all makes sense in a Star Wars story. You mm-hmm. know, like, yeah, logically, like, if. If this were Goodfellas 2, yeah, probably not. No. But it, it, it's not, so it's fine. Well, and, and I was excited to see him. I was also going to say, you know, Maul survived, right? 
Yeah, because we saw that in... Well, first of all, that's in Clone Wars, but mm-hmm. also we saw it in Solo. Exactly. Yeah. So if Maul can survive getting cut in half and then falling down a shaft, why wouldn't a more powerful Sith be able to just survive falling down a shaft? The most powerful Sith ever, I would assume. So, yeah, yeah. exactly. It It's... Like the, it could be the same guy. It could be a clone. It could be a million things that all make perfect sense because he has fuck. Like you, we see him with clones of Snoke. We get that Snoke was his puppet. Like at what point yeah. does it not? Ma- we know that he, his modus operandi is from the shadows, manipulate everything because yeah. we watched the fucking prequels of him doing it. Yeah, but it's also like, that's the reveal in Return of the Jedi is just, he's like, yeah, I don't really have to do anything. I could, and you know, I've got this cool lightning stuff, but I don't really have to do much. Yeah, so, I don't know, I thought th- I, I thought it was cool. Uh, that obviously not a surprise because it was in the trailer. We heard him laugh. We, yeah. uh, I think we even saw him. Well, and they put it in the crawl. They go, the Emperor, Oh yeah, as soon as it starts. Emperor's thing is well that, that and, and that was another uh, post that i saw it was like thanks for starting the crawl off with the dead speak so that i knew right away that we didn't have to take this film seriously and i'm like okay read some of those crawls from some of these movies they usually say something really stupid like i really i literally want to slap who would say that because so you're saying that the very first star wars movie you, you, they lost you, but now you're upset because if the dead can't speak, how did Obi Wan speak to Luke? <laughs> right, exactly. Look, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, and I, I can't attribute anything to anybody. It's more of a well. There's people that I didn't want to name earlier, but it just it's all stuff that I saw when I was scrolling, and then I was like, why am I reading what people thought about the the rise of Skywalker? You Look, know? if you didn't like it. You didn't like it, but it just feels like we're we're living in a culture where it's like it's the same joke where where I told you to uh, you said you're going to throw your yeti at a homeless person so they could start a podcast, and I said <laughs> I don't know if I already had one. Oh, that's true. I did say that, <laughs> and you did say that. And both of those things were true. Uh, yeah, and I, look, here's the thing that I I said on Twitter. It's like once you see it, if you don't like it, you've seen it and you didn't like it. When you're starting to read reviews and summaries and some some fakakta uh, cockamamie thing called the tomato meter. It's like, okay, so you're just reveling in the idea because you want it to be bad. And there's so many people that said things like, uh, after episode seven, I wasn't going to give Disney any more of my money for any more of their Star Wars. I'm like, all right, that's fine. You don't have to. But then you can just say that what you've seen, you didn't like. But, you know, people, I don't know, people want to think that something's bad. And we saw that with uh, earlier this year, we saw that with Captain Marvel, which made a ton of money. Uh, really, like Endgame was the one thing that uh, people didn't try and do that with for whatever reason. I think it's people like all were excited about that. But it's like pretty much every DC movie that comes out, you sort of have this like, ha ha, look, it's going to be terrible because the film critic from the New York Times didn't like it. You know, the same like that's the thing too. It's like when somebody's a fan and writes about it and they didn't like it, I'm like, okay, that's whatever. When you're a film critic who you know in the same week you see Star Wars you see four other Oscar movies you know you're just evaluating movies in a way that's different than me how many of you listening have read a review by a film critic and been like yeah they just fucking nailed it that's exactly what I thought about the movie you know and there's people I trust what they think there's film critics that I think are interesting they have an interesting approach some of them are funny but it's like I'm, I'm not reading the reviews to see a movie especially because reviews usually give stuff away like I don't I don't need that you know well it's also I just feel like anybody when when you're counting on a reviewer to tell you whether or not you should see a movie then it's like it's not you you don't care about the, the movie did you want to see that yeah or no yeah? yeah so go see it right Who fucking cares if it was good or bad like see it make your own assessment there's lots of movies it's it's funny because um so voodoo where i buy some of like the streaming movies that i have on yeah. my tv V-U-D-U. v-u-d-u yeah they, they usually have good deals if you're ever looking to buy i see that movies. they pop up on my smart tv sometimes yeah I, i've gotten uhd movies for like five bucks so cool. that's pretty dope that is good um they oh, now I forgot what I was so, talking about. So voodoo was there a specific movie that popped up, or do you read the reviews? Oh, or there's some movies that I've bought from there that I was like, oh, this is a great movie, and then they show the tomato meter and stuff like that. And there's movies where I'm like, oh, this is good, ah, and I I click on it, and it's movies I would never have seen the tomato meter on because it's like it came out way before the tomato before meter the was tomato a thing. Meter, yeah. And then I'm like, 
oh, that's the tomato meter on this movie? Like, that's shocking. I would have thought this would have been, like, much higher. Like, this is a great movie. Like, what the fuck is wrong with people? So it's like, it's almost like we do... You know, like I get why we have the tomato meter. Again, I use the tomato. Like I think the tomato meter used to be a more useful tool when you could use it in the subjective of like, oh, if it's a comedy and it's got a low rating, it's still probably actually still funny because yeah. like reviewers don't like comedies. Well, at least they do the the fan rating and the critic rating. You know, I mean, they don't mm-hmm. combine those two. That I, I think that goes when those a long are way. both low, then you know, like, oh, that was a bad movie, right? Probably. Yeah, exactly. So I, I don't know, and I mean, it's I I, I I don't know if you if you loved Star Wars your whole life and. Uh, why would you let that deter you from seeing this? If you didn't like the last few, if you didn't like seven or eight, you know, you're not. You're, I'm going to say, if you didn't like either of those, you're not going to like this. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, this isn't going to be the one that wins you over. But I mean, just for me, I'll use the example all the time that st- I've been like Star Wars has been a part of my entire life. I was one when the first one came out. I remember seeing the re-release in 1979 when I was three at the drive-in. My dad was mad that I had to go to the bathroom and he had to take me but I've talked about that before so it's like it's that much of a level of like it's my yeah my entire life and I came in because I really wanted to like this and uh, I don't know if that's how people feel when they sit down to see a movie sometimes you know that they're that's they're the looking forward to liking worst something. reason to see a movie like watch yeah. a movie because you want to be entertained yeah. by it because you want to like let go for a minute that's when you can watch a movie that's not even good and still enjoy it like when you're just watching it for the entertainment value, yeah. uh, unless it's uh, Last Blood, yeah. which I still kind of liked parts of anyway. Uh, look, Last Blood's entertaining because it would make a great riff tracks. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely true. No, yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's true. Sometimes you do think that, like, oh my god, that would be great. Uh, yeah, so I mean, look, we're we're going to continue to talk about the movie uh, in in the weeks ahead, and uh, but final thought, yeah, go ahead. I would watch and I would watch any of the work. I'd watch the Star Wars Christmas special before I'd watch the Irishman again. That was the worst movie I've seen. I have still not seen it, even though it's been so long. I have to pretend that I've seen it now, but it's three and a half hours. And um, I say that because doesn't it have like unbelievable reviews right. it's a gar it's like i genuinely feel and this isn't me trying to be like aha all you people no, no, like you, it you saw yeah i didn't like there was By parts way, of it where i'm like this is bad both uh both uh, dennis miller and norm mcdonald uh both said publicly at least i hope in norm's case that they they didn't really like it and it's like i do want to see it i'm not i'm still not going to not see it it's just i've had to resign myself to the fact that i'm not going to see it in one sitting but then i also like i used my irishman time to watch episode 7 and 8 you mm-hmm. know over the last week but i think you made the right choice cuz here's my thing here's what i'll say like i didn't mean to get into irishman no no it's fine but i just want to say this on it is like it really feels like you scorsese forced De Niro into this role not forced him like made him do the role but it was just like clearly wanted to work with De Niro as his main actor and forced him into this Frank Sheeran role and everything that was a consequence of that decision is why I hated the movie. Well, also, I mean, my, I haven't seen it, but they they did for the Joe Pesci didn't want to make this movie, you know, so they like basically forced him out of retirement. He's Danny Glover in Lethal Weapon Four, you mm-hmm. know. And it's like no, you got to get I'm back. I'm too old for this. It's like no, you're not. Get back in there. Uh, yeah. So look, and yeah, see that. But you saw it. You watched the movie, mm-hmm. and you were like, oh, everybody loves this movie. Oh, I did not love this movie. And I, I don't, I don't have a problem with any of that. You know, it's just like people need to get so angry, you know, about the movie that they liked that everybody else says that they don't like, and you know, whether that be The Last Jedi, whether that be Batman vs Superman. I don't think Justice League has a lot of defenders, but Batman vs Superman is a pretty solid example because people love that movie. Why would it have defenders? That's a Marvel problem. That's true. The defenders have defenders, <laughs> and you know, and it's just like, oh, you didn't like it. And there's there's somebody that I disagreed with that I, I follow on Twitter who didn't like Rise of Skywalker, but then everyone who said like to this guy while he's wrong, he just was like. Oh, cool! Glad you liked it. I wish I had, you know. And it's just, but literally wrote the same thing to everyone. It's like, yeah, it's just that's just my opinion, and it's fine. I'm still okay with everybody having opinions. It's just, you know, just like I shouldn't be told that I'm wrong because I really dislike 
uh, The Last Jedi, it doesn't mean that the people who love it and think it's... I, I've seen rankings where it's... Uh, people have it ranked a- ahead of A New Hope. I've, I've seen a ranking where it's Empire, Last Jedi, <laughs> A New Hope, and then some prequel movies, and then I'm like, this person's high. <laughs> Look, here's what I will say. Maybe not. I, you know, I think upon more viewings of Rise of Skywalker, it may have a moment somewhere that would rival it, but off the top of my head, Last Jedi still has the what has now become like probably the best Star Wars moment, which is the the whatever throne room fight with Kylo and Rey. You're talking about the, in, in in the Last Jedi. Last Jedi That's yeah. great. No, I love that part. That like sequence that, is great. that fight sequence. I, I can't really name a better I, sequence. I didn't expect him to cut down Snoke. I just was figuring that's the bad guy for this trilogy, and I'm like. Oh, okay. But I appreciated even more how they used this thing that we see all through the original trilogy of the Emperor being like... Because one thing that that never overly gets discussed, but is throughout any time you see the Emperor, is he basically reads minds. He's like, I see your every intent, and you're going to do this, and you're going to... he's like, sister, you you have have a a sister. Yeah, he knows everything. And he just reads your mind the whole time, and that's what Snoke is doing the whole time. He's just being like... Oh, I can see your every intent, Kylo Ren. You're going to do this. And so Kylo is like, oh, yeah, you can read my mind. So how do I kill him? Oh, I pretend I'm going to kill her. Yeah. Think of it through terms of this is my true enemy yeah. and do it with the opposite hand do that he thinks I'm doing and yeah. kill you. Yeah. That to me was, oh, hey, bravo. Great yeah. moment. Yeah. Look, there's there's still a lot to unpack. There's whole things we didn't get to. I just wanted to, you know, Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy Life Day. I wanted to make sure that we got in with one of them because uh, we did already have, well, we had one, but we had one uh, Black Cast listener asking when our series of Rise of Skywalker podcasts is going to begin dropping. And are we going to do more than we did for Avengers Endgame? I don't, I don't think so. I feel like we've got three in us. I think we've got this one. Uh, one with you, Will, and I. And then uh, I always like to hear from our friend Dave Dorman. Uh, but I want to also talk to him about Mandalorian. So I think that we're going to, that one will be uh, a little bit about both. But what I do want to end with is a fun little game that we always play after Star Wars movie where we rank all of them. So uh, I, I'm going to go uh, with my hot takes. And uh, anybody who wants to tweet, at Christian DMZ or at Blackcast, you can do the same thing. So uh, this is my order. This is what works for me. Does not have to be anybody else's order. Uh, so uh, starting with number one, Return of the Jedi, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Rise of Skywalker, Rogue One, Solo, The Force Awakens, Revenge of the Sith, Phantom Menace, Ewok's Caravan of Courage, The Ewok Adventure. Attack of the Clones, the Star Wars Holiday Special, and The Last Jedi. But that's just for me. That's my ranking. And I, I was, uh, you know, ranking this sort of in jest, but my wife made the point. I was like, are you going to enjoy that two hours of the Holiday Special more than the two and a half hours of The Last Jedi? I'm like, you're absolutely right. I would, <laughs> I would have fun. I haven't watched the Holiday Special in a while. I haven't seen it in a while. But uh, it's just for me. I like to get everybody's uh, rankings in there. And uh, you'll always have people that put like Return of the Jedi at the bottom. And I'm like, I don't know how you can have any of the original trilogy anywhere other than one, two or three. But that's that's fine. It's everybody's opinion. But uh, everything else has never been quite as good as much as I like it. I mean, you know, it's just for me. But uh, I don't know. I don't want to put you on the spot, Jeff, but we can play this game another time if you'd like to do it. I honestly don't think I can rank them because mm-hmm. they just don't fall into rankings for right. me like that. And again, it's it's a it's a continually evolving process. It's definitely evolving, yeah. I rewatched Revenge of the Sith the other day because I was um, just like Natasha was like, oh, I haven't seen it. And I was like, you haven't. I haven't seen that one? Yeah, Interesting. I, I didn't know. So I, I made her watch that one. First, I made her, I did a uh, skip through of Attack of the Clones. I was yep. like, here's a couple things you need to here's see. Here's a couple key And I literally, any time it became a romance scene, I was like, fast forward, and here's something you might want to see. See, that's what I was talking forward. about. Sometimes you need the previously on Star Wars. Yeah. And so I did that, and then just basically it was like bits, 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 and then here's the arena, here's a little bit of the fight, and here's the lightsaber battles, the end. Right, yeah, exactly. And uh, and then went into Revenge of the Sith, because I really liked Revenge of the Sith. 
uh, especially like when it, it first came out. I think it was the the best of the uh, of the prequels. Definitely, and, and I think, think that that I still definitely think that's true. that's a universe. I, I feel like a lot of people feel pretty strongly about that. That of the prequels there, and there are people who put Revenge of the Sith ahead of Return of the Jedi, and you know, in various rankings and things. Um, but I do think that it's good. I think it's such an important part of the story. It's like it's the true. things that we always I, knew happened, we get to see in that one. I think I did kind of change my favorite moment just now going thinking about it. It might be the Obi-Wan, Anakin, juxtaposed with Yoda and uh, Sidious fight. Oh, yeah, that is pretty good. That's a good point, yeah. So, uh, again, we're always looking to talk uh, more Star Wars, and we'll do more uh, over the weeks ahead. But we'd love to hear from all of you. And uh, just uh, tweet at Christian DMZ or at BlackCast. You can leave a comment on the Facebook post for this episode, uh, The BlackCast on Facebook. You can go ahead and give us a thumbs up there. And, of course, BlackCast.com, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T dot com. And Jeff is on Twitter at Jeff Duray, but the more popular version of Jeff Duray is Duray Jeff. Now, is he Duray Jeff underscore or where does the underscore go? It's Duray underscore Jeff. Yeah. Right? See, I get him confused sometimes. Yeah. But he's a completely different person. Totally. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> just, who just could be anybody. Could literally be any person yeah. in the world. It's, uh, yeah, but he's probably the Emperor's but, grandson. If but next episode, I'll tell you that he's nobody. Right. Well, that's exactly. Yeah. I think he's the Emperor's grandson, but we're going to find out. He's just nobody. Uh, all right. Well, thanks to uh, everyone. Uh, so let's go with uh, one happy life day, two Merry Christmas, three Happy New Year, and we will see you next time on the Black Cast. And may the Force be with you. I swear to-